Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dosh, Rinko Levers. All right, everyone is cranked up and ready for another week of Wrong and Wronger. I am Steve Olivas sitting across from the esteemed, the guy that everyone knows on Twitter but no one knew before Twitter, James Breakwell, the unicorn. How are you doing today, James? I am alive. Wow, that was a ringing endorsement. (laughs) A profound value judgment there. I tell you, I'm a little bit overcome with that. I'm getting a little misty on this end. That'll be the title of your autobiography that'll draw everybody in and make them want to read it. I did have somebody trying to start death rumors the other day about me. I was a little bit flattered. You're not famous till somebody claims you're dead. So I'm I'm moving up in the world and, you know, six feet under it. But that's okay. Proud of you, man. James is a great guy. James is on my list of 100 most important people in my life today. And I'm not going to tell you where he is on that list, but he's on it. Do you even know 100 people? Well, I didn't want to say that. You're actually (laughs) below a few people I don't know. Uh, Heather Locklear is one of them. John Bon Jovi is one of them. I could accept both of those. That is that is fine with me. You would you would not make my top hundred, and I also do not know a hundred people. <laughs> it's like you get to like thirty, then there's a gap for about four hundred, and then there's Steve <laughs> in small font. <laughs> All right, James is a guy. James can argue and stretch any point. He, like, cooks pizza in a crock pot kind of guy, which makes him the ideal counter uh, counterpoint, counterbalance, counterweight for this Wrong and Wronger episode, for this Wrong and Wronger podcast. I'm getting so overcome sitting across from you. That, uh, stop, stop crying. That is what we do every week is we talk and talk, and James wants me to stop so he can fill the space. We argue about <laughs> things that people have an opinion about but nobody ever quite comes to conclusion with and what are we going to argue about this week my friend whether you should take a shower in the morning or at night morning or at night and i'm not going to ask which you are but you and i decided on this topic because people are never both you can't you can't switch back and forth i mean that's like being a red sox fan and a yankees fan mm. or yeah. Being, you know, an American and a Canadian, you, just, you can't jump back and forth. You do one and you do it for life. That's that's all there is to it. And there's only one correct answer to the argument. And uh, well, we will take that side and our sides will be decided by the coin of fate, the Guam quarter that has been in Journey 2 Studio since the inception of Journey 2 Studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which one of the workers dropped it, but that was probably several times more than I actually paid him for the job. Actually, all of our income on the podcast so far. <laughs> we are we are break well well we're probably way way in the red, but I, we made up twenty five cents, and that's that's going in the profit column. That's uh, well. Someday we'll hang this on the wall and say that was the first quarter we made. Yeah, we made. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Found whatever. <laughs> Let's not get into semantics. Flip the quarter. Let's say heads is morning shower, tails is night shower for me. All right. Now, last time you and I had a, a debate about shower, it, it left you it, it left you angry. Well, all of our debates leave me angry, but only because you never admit I'm right. I just 
I show you the knowledge. I bring you to the light, and you just turn away and wander off into the darkness. Yeah. At least I don't. I don't know why I even try. But I'm back again, not for you, but for the two <laughs> listeners whose lives I could still change. Steve, you're beyond saving. Yeah. Then you wander off and pee in the shower. All it's right. Never. <clears throat> never. Heads. I can't remember now. Heads is going to be morning. Heads is morning. Tails is night. All right. Here we go. The Guam quarter of fate. I've got it. I have slapped it. And it is tails. You have shower in the evening. Excellent. I can I can handle that. But let me start off by saying one nice thing about you, which, to be honest, several podcasts in is getting harder and harder. <laughs> but I would like to compliment you. On not losing the Guam quarter. You Ooh. still have it. You, uh, I mean, you're basically senile at this point. You can never even remember to put on <laughs> pants, but you still have the quarter. And, uh, you know, at least you tell me you have the quarter. I'll be honest, I have not checked the quarter to verify that it is, in fact, the same quarter. I put should have, you know, initialed it or something. But if your story is to be believed, you've remembered one thing in your life. And for that, I congratulate you. I am, as we speak, snapping a picture of the Guam Quarter, and I will tweet it out on the heels of this podcast. Ooh. But is it really, can I really verify it's the same Guam Quarter? For all I know, you've lost it, and in shame went and got like a whole new bag of Guam Quarters. James, I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest there aren't many Guam Quarters floating around worldwide, so for me (laughs) to get my hands on both of them would be quite a feat. Yeah, I'll do some research after this and find out how many there are. And uh, that's a lie. I'm not going to look into this anymore. <laughs> after this, the topic is dead to me. <laughs> and by the way, not wearing pants, it's not a senile thing. It is a lifestyle choice I've made for the comfort of doing podcasts. I am pants-free as we speak. I, I know, and I'm not going to act shocked because I brought it up this time. So I, I took the power <laughs> away from you. I deprived you of your moment of greatest joy. And even if you never admit I'm right, I have that to take home today, and that will, that will make me happy. All right. I am arguing morning shower, and I'll just kick off this contest by saying there is no better time. People who shower in the evening obviously have no respect for their coworkers. They have no respect for their family members. They have no respect for the world around them because they hit the trail in the morning with already 12 hours roughly. Oh, somebody's killing like a peacock in your house. That They're hitting the trail in the morning after 12 12 hours of sweating, of shedding scaly skin into their mattress, of potentially some adult recreational activities the night before, and all they do is get up, shake off like a dog, put on their clothing, and go off in the world. I find that to be, it's bad form. It's bad form. Showering in the morning gets you ready. You've seen the Irish Spring commercial where the people are whistling and dancing in the shower. It wakes you up. It gets the blood pumping. You put the music on in the background. You do your morning routine. It gets your ritual. Everything is in place, and you greet the world clean. It's a clean slate. John Locke, Tabula Rasa kind of moment for you. I guess it all comes down to who do you have respect for? Do you have respect for other people or do you have respect for your bed? Because if you go to bed without showering, you are taking 12 hours of dead skin and shame and failure and just tossing under the sheets with you. And you're going to sleep with that. I mean, I, I don't know how you fall asleep at all. You're just so disgusting at that point. And really, if you if you shower beforehand and go into your bed with a clean slate – 
And if you're a normal human being with normal sweat patterns in a wet, well-ventilated room, you're not going to sweat or anything. You're not going to start to smell. Now, again, somebody in your condition, Steve, you probably need to shower the night before and the morning of, or probably a couple times during the day. But for normal human beings with normal sweat glands, showering the night before should be more than enough to get you going. And uh, you know, if you keep the you keep yourself clean, you keep your sheets clean, you wake up and you're ready to go with a clean slate. And I I don't know how you can. I mean, don't you smell like the French fries you've been cooking all day? I mean, how do you how do you sleep with that smell? Listen, I graduated from the fryer to the grill like two years ago. All right. <laughs> okay. And by the way, showering doesn't calm you down. Showering wakes you up. Why do you want to be your most spry in the evening? We shower very differently. You do a lot of things in the shower that I don't. For me, it's a very calm or relaxing experience. For you, it's an extension of the toilet. So I can see where the confusion would come. But for a normal person, you shower, you relax, you get all the stress out of the day, and you're ready to lay down and go to sleep. I mean, that's... It just when you get warm, don't you get sleepy? Isn't that what the effect it has on you? Does it really just invigorate you and make you want to go more? Because that uh, it that is kind of disturbs me. Pulsating water hitting your skin, whacking you in the face, and saying "Rise and shine, little buckaroo." That's what my shower does. And James, you are not a blue collar kind of guy. Like I don't even know what you do all day. You write jokes for a living, and I, I it must pay pretty well. You got like twenty seven kids running around and a pig, from what I understand. That's a lot of mouths to feed. Apparently, too, but the peacock <laughs> is gone. Thankfully, the peacock is gone. Could you hear the pig a second ago? The pig came in. The kids closed the pig gate. And the pig wandered out very sadly. But there was a there was a lot of drama going on here behind the scenes where you were ranting and being wrong. I didn't want to I didn't want to narrate it and break the flow, but again, <laughs> you know, we've got a lot of animals and things we encounter during the day and showering at night just makes sense. You know, it's uh respect for you, respect for the animals. Showering you for there. you. That must be your little island of serenity at the end of the day. That must be why you do it, because your day you have crafted a life that is so overwhelmingly stimulating, you need a little break at the end of the day. My life, my life is like a pan flute. It's just smooth. And so showering in the morning gets me launched like a rocket ship into the day. Let me just pause for a moment to appreciate the double analogies you just used. Like a pan flute. Like a pan flute. It's smooth work. There's not a common point of reference for most people, nor would I describe it as smooth. Irritating, perhaps, high-pitched, but smooth, and then going off like a rocket ship. You mean you quickly burn up and are discarded? I mean, that's I can, I can see that with you. The, the, you know, just, just the, the charred matter floating over the ocean. They'll go and may or may not keep those tanks to reuse the next time or just cut them as off as a loss. So, so maybe you are a rocket ship. But again, for normal, well-adjusted people, the showering the night before is enough. It's all about quality, not quantity. If you get clean the right way, you're fine. What what are your sheets like? Do you have to like burn them every morning? (laughs) (laughs) And I can't even imagine, you know, at the end of their life cycle, when you've been on them for six or seven or 10 or however many days you've been in them, like, I mean, you might as well just go sleep in the mud at that point. That's just, that's disgusting. What How you, have you not died from like every disease known to man? It, what do you it really think I do all day? There is nothing I do that creates perspiration. I just want to go out and tell you that to set the bar right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I would believe that. I mean, but even though you don't do anything worthy of perspiration, I can, I can clearly <laughs> see you just sitting still and sweating. I think. 
I think eating would make you sweat. And it's not just sweat that causes that causes the smell. I mean, it's everything else. It's your hair. It's your existence. It's the My things product. you're around. You're like a sponge. You take in all the smells around you. And, you know, you're down there in, in, in Tennessee with all of those smells and, in, you know, who knows what. So I just, I, you know, when you come to work, I don't think people want to smell Tennessee. They want to smell something good. And they hope that you have showered the night before. So those chemicals have some time to get away from your body. It just it just makes sense. You know, if I recall, you are the guy who said your wallet, the, the smell of your butt can permeate both gabardine and leather to get into your wallet. So I imagine that with your wallet in your front pocket, that butt smell just keeps going and going. You're going to need to shower at night. I actually encourage you to take up your own advice <laughs> and do what you say you're doing. I, I will do that, even though I have not actually showered at night in you know since I was a small child. <laughs> For the sake of this argument, showering at night is the way to go, the only way. And I'm going to now change all of my showering habits to do that. Um, to accommodate, there's a there's another child screaming off in the distance. Man, having all the kids by myself during a podcast might not have been my greatest idea ever. So now I've got to play the game. Can I make it to the 15 minute mark? Uh, I also check and see if they're dying. I say roll the dice. Keep going. Ah, you got plenty of kids. If you're down one or two, what's it going to matter? It's like saving Private Ryan, though. You need one kid to survive. That's all you need. That is the rule. And really, if they're crying, it means they're alive and okay. It's when they stop crying, you have to check on them. That's when the nefarious comes out. Exactly. One, uh, like three of them have the other one duct taped to a chair. That kind of thing. I would I would commend that ingenuity. I would that would be that would be far more advanced than their normal shenanigans. I think a child who knows how to use duct tape is a child who's ready for life. I mean, they should teach that skill in high school and college. Forget shop class. Forget home ec. Just teach duct tapeology. I would like your wife's opinion on that. Children duct taping each other to a chair because I'm guessing it will be somewhat discordant from your own. It's entirely possible, but what she doesn't know doesn't get me in trouble. That's kind of the motto by which I live my life. So you mean as long as the tape comes off before she gets home, and as long as the hair stays on their body, we are okay. <laughs> I'm guessing your wife doesn't listen to the podcast, that you are sort of no, free Nobody and clear. listens to the podcast, Steve. Let's be real here. You could admit to a murder on this podcast, and no one would ever know. Well, we are almost out of time, and so uh, the podcast confessional that we are setting up is going to have to be tabled until next week. And uh, I don't know if we would even be compelled to testify against the other, because uh, it wouldn't be submitted into evidence, because no one knows this podcast exists in the first place. Also, we both completely destroyed our credibility, so no one will believe anything we say. Well, we got to go. We are about to hit the 14-minute mark here. And uh, have we come to some kind of conclusion about showering? I don't even know if we talked about the topic much today. Yeah, you know what? I think we agreed that simply because I was arguing for nighttime showering, that is the correct way to go. And we are both now going to shower at night separately. And there's not going to be any confusion there because we're shower at our own separate locations. But we will be showering at night. People taking copious notes right now. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Until next week. Well, actually, if you have an opinion on showering, and I can't imagine after this podcast you would, but you can give it to James or I or just join in the debate. Follow us on Twitter. James is the exploding unicorn, not to be confused with the exploding possum who followed me recently, and I can thank you for that one. 
got the screaming in the background. It's no, getting it's, closer. Hurry up and wrap it, it up. It is truly blood curdling. It's an, <laughs> it's entertaining for me, whose kids have grown out of that phase. Uh, so I'm going to have you hover in this as long as possible. All right, I'm going to go take care of this. You close this out. <laughs> right, I'll see you next week, James. So James is at Exploding Unicorn with an X. I am at Steve Olivas. Steve is with a V O L I V A S. Follow us on Twitter and join in. You can be retweeted on at least my Twitter feed. I don't know if James does that anymore. He's way too popular. James also on Facebook. Follow him. He is the exploding unicorn the way they teach you in grammar school. Until next week, this is Steve. I'm going to talk for James who had to go and put out several fires and probably chase down a pig. I wish I was making that up. Until next week, I'm saying thanks for listening, everybody, and tune in some more. Tell a friend and get them hooked on wrong and wrong. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you.